the stems are seen as being our core and they've got a lot to do with the things that come from heaven, the things that come from this kind of universal breath in the heavens, in the cosmos to do with space. This can be seen as a way of, of treating somebody in a way that is beyond the physical level, if you want. And the branches, they're much more related to what happens on Earth and uh, our personality, the way that we show ourselves to people, the way that we respond to our external circumstances, the level of six. Welcome to Acupuncture West London, the podcast. This is the podcast for students, practitioners and enthusiasts of classical Chinese philosophy, Chinese medicine and acupuncture. I'm your host, Ben Carrigan, coming to your ears all the way from London. So join me as we dive deep down the rabbit hole of Chinese philosophy and into the very concepts that inform our practice. Each episode focusing on a specific topic and its application within a clinical setting. This episode is brought to you courtesy of our brand new ebook, Yin and Yang. What are Yin and Yang? What are the laws of Yin and Yang? And how are they used as defining principles for our very existence? To answer these questions and more, download your free copy at acupuncture-westlondon.com forward slash free ebook. Welcome back to part two of my conversation with Deborah Wolf. In part one, we've already been speaking about all things numerology, heaven and earth, Wu Yun Liu Qi, or stems and branches. If you haven't already listened to part one, I suggest you go and check it out. Okay, without further ado, let's get straight into part two. Enjoy. When we talked about five and six, I used to get so hung up on the fact that mm -hmm. uh, you have five being heavenly and six being earthly. Mm. But then there's other texts you'll read where six will be heavenly and five will be earthly. But I, I'm not sure if it's an interpretation or whether whether this was always the case. Yeah. And there's a lot of that, isn't there, in Chinese? You know, it's like, you, mm. it's like, oh, yeah, this is really yin. No, actually, it's yang. Oh, yeah, that's really five. No, actually, it's six. We've got <laughs> a lot of that all the time. There's a load of um, Nanjing chapters. I can't remember which ones where they play quite a lot with there's five zang and six fu. There's six zang and five fu. You know, there's all that kind of stuff. And then, of mm. course, there's the... There's the extraordinary food chapter, I think it's Suwen 11, maybe, where it talks about, um, you know, uh, the, uh, you know, there's the normal foo and there's the extraordinary foo. And there again, they say there's five normal foo and six extraordinary foo. So this this whole sort of five and six thing is 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 in my understanding is is totally core to um, Chinese medicine. I mean, I, I actually don't think that you can really um, understand Chinese medicine or practice um, effectively unless you can see that there are these, it, it's always this interplay between something to do with five and something to do with six. And yeah. then they use it and they apply it in lots of different ways and they love to play, you know, so they'll, they'll mess with your mind and tell you that, oh, it's five. No, actually it's six and all that kind of stuff. But you're always looking at this core knotwork of sort of five and six together. So when we talk about five, where we have five elements on three levels, um, we have yi, which we haven't discussed, which comes from li qi shu, where yi is considered oneness. Yeah. And then we have yi, which gives rise to xian, which is one. And then from that, we have the five archetypes, of the five elements in heaven, which are yuan uh, for wood, uh, heng for fire, uh, li for metal and zhen for water. But when we talk about Xi'an, which has an earthly quality in the heavens, are we talking about um, 
Because obviously with the number four, say, and maybe they shouldn't be put together, we're talking about the creation of four directions. Are they kind of similar concepts that work together or are we talking about something entirely separate? I think um, what you're talking about there is, is, is you know, really where, where this whole idea about the archetypes of the five elements of the five phases come from. And, um, you know, what I think what you're talking about is the idea of four and five. Yeah. Just like before we were said that, you know, you can't have two without having three immediately. And it's, mm. it's also very, very similar that you can't have four without having five, because the moment you have four directions, then you also have a, a, a cross shape and right yeah. in the middle is the earth. So the earth, in one way, it's it's the it's the mother of all directions. It's the mother of all seasons. It's the mother of everything, if you want. But at the same time, then it then kind of moves to a slightly different level when you're talking about five. And then it goes to the level of being that other earth, the one that is one one of the five phases. Yeah. So it retains part of its kind of like um, nourishing motherly qualities, but it's it's on a different level. It's no longer in, you know, in that kind of uh, wholly encompassing sort of place. Yeah. You know, when we talk of actually the number one, and we talk about the Tao and everything existing within the Tao, when we talk about Xi'an as one, are we actually talking about a movement outwards or are we still talking about something existing within the Xi'an or within that sort of earth? concept if that makes sense um well tian mm -hmm. is actually the name of the um the heavenly the the heaven hexagram or the heaven trigram and um those uh those other emanations or archetypes that you talked about which relate to the different um four directions those are actually the characters that um define or that are used to try and explain uh qian when you read the the I ching and qian is the very first hexagram of the I ching so what it says is it says qian has these particular qualities um it's got to do with sort of um you know yuan which is to do with sort of the origin and hung which is to do with expansion and li which is to do with sort of contraction and and gathering and jun which is to do with um you know rooting and being upright so these these four qualities uh, uh, are what we then associate later on and we sort of recognize them as being the qualities of the four directions or the qualities of the other four phases but mm -hmm. they're they're sort of they're they're part of what Qian is. Qian is um, the oneness, the Tao, that then becomes this kind of this this whole sphere of activity, of transformation, of breath, of movement, of whatever you want to call it. And if you then want to differentiate further, then you will see it will differentiate. Uh, we tend to see that it differentiates into these four different qualities four different directions. I don't know if that helps. I think it's just, um, when I think of all these concepts, I try and see them in line with that movement from the unmanifest to the manifest. And so like we see Hung as the fire, Qian as the center of earth and Zhen as the water. We're talking about fire, earth and water and Yang, Qi and Yin. 
So I kind of always try and look at that in the body as obviously, you know, if Xi'an is the earth in the center, we're talking about the stomach and spleen or postnatal chi once we get down into the human body. Yes, it's definitely, there's definitely movements of transformation from an unmanifest to manifest. So we can make those correlations. Mm. And that's why, I, you know, I, I always talk about resonance because I'm trying to say that that, that resonance that you have in the heavens that is hung which yeah. has got something to do with what happens in the south and in summer and uh, and with the, the the planet Mars and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, mm -hmm. that resonance is going to be the same resonance that is going to be related to the heart. It's yeah. going to be the same resonance that gonna, that's going to give me all those other correspondences that I have to the fire phase and the, you know, the tongue and the, 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 the my and the blood. And do you see what I mean? All that stuff. It's all part of the same resonant story, if you want. Hmm. Yeah. So we, we've talked about Li Chi Shu and Yi and then giving rise to Xi'an. And then we've talked about the expansion out into the four directions and, um, uh, and then the Zhang Fu, where we have that transition from five to six. Um, you know, where the pericardium, the three heater being postnatal. Um... Yeah. So at birth, you know, we have these suddenly um, our, our Jing Luo system, our, our channel system starts functioning because before birth, we don't need to use that. You know, before birth, our mother is doing all the sort of circulation. She's bringing us oxygenated blood and getting rid of deoxygenated blood and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it's not it's not a problem. We don't need that. You know, we're just busy making our 10 organs, our 10 basic Zhang Fu organs. And then the moment we're born and our first breath and our first suckle, then suddenly um, our channel system starts functioning. And this is now suddenly, this is the moment that time starts because up until then we were in heaven. We weren't, you know, time doesn't start for a human being, for a human lifespan until the moment of birth. Of course. Yeah. So that's, that's um, space being heavenly and related to the stems and then yes. time being earth and related to the branches so suddenly we have the branches and we have the idea about time and you know the time um you know suddenly we're on earth so we're looking at what happens on earth and and you know what happens on earth is is you know if you want our biosphere so we're looking at the climates you know how things yeah. change in a much more sort of close to us way we're affected by like today it's very gray and i'm feeling a bit down and you know all that kind of stuff or it's sunny and the sky is blue and i love the sun you know all those kind of things so the climates and then also you know we have this idea about flow because up until the moment of birth we we don't have our own flow you know actually our lifespan is measured by you know this continuous flow this this character for my which which we translate as vessels you know is also the same character that we use for the pulse you know this kind of we we have within us this continuous breath cycle we are pulsating you know things are flowing following this um constant in out universal breath if you want yeah that is happening within us and that flow is um in they're really really clear about this in ling shu 10 where they describe each single channel of the of the um the 12 channel system that we have and each one is associated with a river well why okay. is it associated with a river because it's flowing you know, and each different river has a different quality, just like, you know, the one that is the, I don't know, the river that starts the source of the Seine, 
is going to give that imprint, that Seine River, with a different quality to the source of the Thames, which is going to flow in a, you know, it's going to have different water, it's going to have a different way of flowing, a different breadth, a different, more blood, more chi, more water, more flow. Do you see what I mean? That kind of thing. Absolutely. So Lingshu 10 describes the flow of the rivers exactly as what we call the channels in the body. So when we talk about time, when we talk about the earthly branches, we're talking about channels. Yeah. Okay. So it really comes down to those concepts of uh, what's exterior manifesting within, you know, which are all concepts I think all acupuncturists are aware of, but stems and branches really is that on on, a, on another level, I suppose. It's resonance. It's to do with the fact that, you know, we are, we're not just humans. We are, you know, the physical manifestation of a constant interaction between heaven and earth. And you see that in our channel system, you know, why do the yang channels start in heaven and move towards earth and the yin channels start on earth and move up towards the heaven? Yeah. Is this it's following this, you know, order and principle. The heavens initiates and the earth responds. The heavenly stems initiate things, you know, this kind of like trunk, this stem of heavenly stuff that comes to earth and the earth responds with the branches, which is to do with time and flow and the channels. Okay. Yeah, it's so interesting. So is there anything in terms of uh, reading that you would recommend, <laughs> particularly for people who are starting out in this, because they're probably um, passing out from my my talk of ye and she <laughs> anything that would be good for sort of getting a basic oh ben i wish i wish i wish <laughs> i know i know <laughs> i mean you know uh, you know i i talk about this and i always think i sound like some kind of crazy crazy magic witch person or something but you know it just it, the more i study this the more i look at it the more i understand that you know we we're beyond our physical bodies we we you know we've we've mm. got this fantastic complex and it's this constant interaction of spirit and form of heaven and earth and you can look at it in so many different ways you know yeah. and unfortunately a lot of this has been cut out of you know modern tcm so you know there was some kind of thing that oh we don't want to deal with that that's just a little bit too woo woo so let's not talk about it but actually chinese medicine is based on this kind of thinking it's based on cosmological thinking so you know it's it's in the suwen it's in the mm. ling shu the more you read it the more you see it yeah, I really resonate with that because in the same context, I guess you could say from a Western perspective, you can't define consciousness. So we don't know where we come from or, or how we're actually here. You know, you can kind of say, oh, well, maybe there's some, you know, electrical impulses in our brains or whatever, but that doesn't really define us as people. But, you know, from the Chinese medicine model, we talk about the Shen, um, you know, the void of the heart and making space for the Shen um, and the Shen and the blood, you know, the relationship between the two and then our po and hun and all of this and and so it really is it is the yang the chi and the yin it, it always comes back to that three where you have spirit and and substance or form and that movement absolutely and and the, and that joining of of heaven and earth that joining of spirit and form is what what makes us at the very beginning jing shen just like they describe it in you know ling shu ten i think it might be or mm. maybe it's before then i can't remember 
probably yeah, made yeah. a big mistake there but this <laughs> kind good. of joining of you know jing and shen you know it takes two jing and it takes two shen and you know they come together and then and then you have that you know this kind of like possibility of life and then life is con confirmed when you know the shen comes in and suddenly there's the quickening and all this kind of stuff and then this joining of heaven and earth the jing and shen and then you're born and then you have the chi and you know the movement the circulation the flow and you're constantly ruled over by this this movement between heaven and earth through our channels and that happens over a lifespan and that lifespan is your ming as of your ming men it's yeah. your mandate it's your heavenly mandate it's something i've really resonated with because like we spoke earlier about um i didn't think that i would resonate with the philosophy of chinese medicine i guess because anytime people use the word heaven i kind of shy away from it a little bit me too um, but I resonate with it so much because it just makes sense. And maybe the language can be a little bit not what we're used to, particularly from a Western perspective. I know obviously taking into consideration all of the translations and whatnot, but when you put it into practice, it's only when you see the results that it has, which for me personally have been far beyond what you would think of as placebo. Absolutely. Um, and you have people who would um, abuse you on Twitter saying you're a, a witch doctor or something. And that's <laughs> fine, they can do that. But I can't deny that some of the treatments that I've given people have just blown my mind. Absolutely. Uh, it's principles. A, I totally understand why we practice acupuncture. Mm. You know, there there is no way that I'm ever really going to, you know, be sure about anything, I'm afraid. You know, I, I that I, that doesn't work for me at all. It's um, I am in constant practice and I'm always being informed by what happens by looking at what, you know, what 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 people turn up for treatment, looking at how best can I do this? And I feel like I'm constantly walking this tightrope, trying to sort of, you know, really do my best. And at the same time, feeling like I'm never going to be able to do this because it's just so vast. You know, who yeah. am I? I'm just some kind of tiny little ant who's kind of crawling along here doing the best I can. Yeah, I mean, you'd need lifetimes, wouldn't you, to get through all this stuff? Absolutely. <laughs> uh... And then it's, you know, and uh, like I said, I don't like the word context, but it, it is it is really about context as well in so many instances. Yeah. So the last question I just wanted to ask you really was when we talked about heaven, earth and man within stems and branches, often people talk about treating at a hereditary level or an emotional level or a physical level. So is there anything that you can help to sort of clarify that a little bit? Well, because the stems are seen as being our core and they've got a lot to do with the things that come from heaven, the things that come from the, this kind of universal breath in the heavens, in the cosmos to do with space, then, you know, this is this this can be seen as a way of 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 dealing with or, or treating somebody in a way that is um, beyond the physical level, if you want. Yeah. And the branches, they're much more related to what happens on earth and uh, our personality, the way that we show ourselves to people, the way that we respond to our external circumstances, the level of six. Yeah. So, you know, quite often this is, well, yeah, so quite often this is, this is with relation to climatic stuff, but also with relation to, um, you know, personality, emotional things. Um, because the branches, of course, are, are very well known as uh, being sort of qualified by the 12 animals. And um, I was having a, a little chat with somebody the other day with respect to this, and he'd been sort of erroneously um, uh, 
being told that the branches were the animals and so he was kind of saying well I don't understand though but how you know you when you're talking about this you're not really talking about the animal and I'm like no I'm not this is like a a simplification a sort of uh, an anthropomorphic sort of situation where you know what was a branch um and all all that's attached to it has suddenly only become the animal characteristic and actually there's an awful lot more to it so there you could be looking at sort of treating more at a an emotional level at a personal level personality you know whatever something like that and then when we're treating on the man level that's more of a physicality yeah this is your standard you know this this person's much more of a this kind of shape and uh, you know physically i can see that they've got these kind of problems and so i'm going to treat them at that level and you know you if you want you could you could look at that the idea that you see in the huang di neijing where they talk about the you know the lower the lower practitioner the middle practitioner and the higher practitioner so you could think about trying to look for the mechanism and looking for the mechanism in many ways is looking for the thing that just uh, unblocks the whole system just makes you know like one thing that makes everything function optimally rather than just um, you know, I've got a problem with my shoulder, so I'm going to treat the shoulder. Yeah. I mean, it comes back to the spirit and form thing and the yang chi yin thing again, doesn't it? So Absolutely. it always comes back to three, which I love about it, you know. Yeah. When when I was in the first year, the, the first year um, a, a Chinese medicine essay was to write about the number three, actually. And I thought in retrospect, I think that was a very good idea. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Although at the time I tore my hair out in distress. <laughs> I, I can imagine I had a few of those uh, situations myself. Whereas you, you think you're going to put a ring around something and go, okay, well, this is manageable. But then you just read more and more and then you just go around in circles. Yeah, I easily do that a lot. <laughs> I know. I've got some grey hair now since I finished at ICOM. So there, <laughs> yeah, I sprouted happened. quite a few when I finished really? as well. <laughs> <laughs> well. Thanks so much, Deborah. I've really enjoyed talking today. I think we've covered a good bit without breaking people. Just in terms of CPDs that you've been doing, you did one last weekend on the Zhang Fu, and uh, I think that was the third of a series. Yeah, um, I heard that went really well. Do you have anything else coming up or anything that you have in the pipeline? Well, um, I completed this three day thing that um, ended up being on Zoom. So that was my very first um, live online experience teaching, which was quite bizarre. Wow. Um, and uh, I'm, I managed to borrow my son's um drawing pads so that I could write Chinese characters and they, they were visible to people as well because otherwise there's no way I would have done it because it was talking about the Chinese characters that relate to the Zhang Fu organs. So uh, I needed to, I, I, I did a PowerPoint and I had, I put pictures in and everything, but I needed to actually be able to write the damn things. Yeah. So um, that, that, that seemed to work quite well. I did feel like I was trying to sort of pat my head and, and draw circles on my stomach at the same time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so those are, those are actually available on the ICOM um, CPD part of their website. You can actually buy them if you want them. Oh, right. That's so great. So you can okay. see me in full flow, um, full flow. sweating and writing characters <laughs> whilst talking and um, desperately trying to backtrack and not say the wrong thing. <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, 
And uh, what else? What am I working on? Well, I've, I've, um, I definitely want to do another CPD on the Ma Wang Dui banner, which is, um, it's from a tomb that was dug up uh, in the 1974, and it was uh, sort of 186 BCE. There was a lady there who was um, totally preserved, or totally preserved, like she still had her skin and her flesh. They, they were able to do a, um, do a little bit of sort of investigating why she died, and they discovered that she had gallstones and arthritis and all sorts of stuff like that so it's quite fascinating but in the same tomb they also found um some really beautiful sort of garments silk see-through garments and also her funeral banner which is the thing that i'd really like to do a day on which basically wow. talks about the journey of her three hun and how they can um become sort of um spiritual spirits or birds in the sky uh, it's got a lot of mythological aspects and it also talks about sort of the the underworld and you know it's 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 like a story through mythology and at the same time describes the way that the Hun can become your um, ancestral spirits, become Shen Ming in the, in the heavens sort of stuff. So I'd like oh, to do wow. that. Okay, that sounds fascinating. And the other thing that I'm a little bit fascinated by, and anybody who's ever been taught by me will have um, heard me talk about it, is the um, the 24 uh, solar fortnights or fortnightly periods, the 24 Jiechi. And I'd really, really like to look at those. I'd like to look at the characters and I'd like to look at the way that they're put together because you can see them in groups of four when you're talking about um, the host chi and stems and branches. But also you can see them in groups of three in uh, Ling Shu 78 and the eight winds and stuff like that. So um, I think that could be quite a fruitful area to have a good look at. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. That's not something I've looked into too much. I think I read it, went into a little bit about it in um, the Royston Lowe Celestial Stems book yeah. I read. So yeah, I'll look forward to that one. Cool. Brilliant. Well, look, thanks so much, Deborah. I've really enjoyed talking today. I think we've covered a good bit without breaking people. Thank you very much, Ben. It's been really, really great. And maybe we can do it again and talk about a different level of numbers. Who knows? I would love to do that. That'd be great. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> Thank you. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you to Deborah Wolf for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more about Deborah and her Brighton-based clinic, Anahata, check out anahatahealth.co.uk. For questions about today's episode, of which I'm sure there are many, I'd love to hear from you. So get in touch. Podcast at acupuncture-westlondon.com. Lastly, don't forget to check out the show notes at acupuncture-westlondon.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. To keep up to date with all of our upcoming episodes, sign up to our podcast newsletter. By doing so, you'll get your very own copy of my brand new ebook, Yin and Yang. Check out acupuncture-westlondon.com forward slash free ebook. See you next time.